My name's Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. Hey, I'm Hamad Zaidi, and I'm a disabled guy. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. Yes, it is, Jonathan. How you doing today, man? Oh, good. Everything's going well. It, the weather here in New England is very New Englandish. Uh, yesterday it was like 55 degrees. Today it's probably the same and raining. It's tomorrow, and then I think in a day or two it's going to be 90. So there you go. Well, I'll tell you what. The weather here in Redondo Beach is beautiful. If you like cold weather, which everyone who listens to this podcast <laughs> knows, I do not. <laughs> right? But every day is in the high 60s, low 70s, which is really pretty. But just 15 minutes away, if you go into the inner part of Los Angeles, like yeah. away from the beach, yeah, it's it's 85. Oh man, I, w- and, I, w- and I would take low 70s, high 60s all day long. That's that's my weather right there. Well, then you're like my wife; she loves this weather, and yeah. I and I love Redondo Beach a lot. I mean, it's it's amazing. We see the ocean every day. We see dolphins three or four times a week. It's it's a good thing. Yeah. But but I hate cold weather, man. <laughs> right? So anyway, this week being the NBA Finals week, I thought that we'd crank out a couple of uh, basketball stories. Yeah. All right, so are you a Golden State Warriors fan or a Cavaliers fan? Uh, well, I'm definitely a Lakers fan. Yeah, yeah. But but if I had to choose between the two, I would go with Golden State because they kind of are Los Angeles Lakers North. Right, right. Right? Yeah. I mean, Jerry West built them kind of. So, you know, yeah, I, I like uh, I like the Golden State Warriors quite a bit, actually. The other reason I like them a lot is one of my former professors uh, is one of their co-owners. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Peter Guber, he taught me at the UCLA School of Film. He's one of the owners. That's so, awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so they are my second favorite team, but make no mistake, my beloved Lakers are my team. Yeah, definitely. So I've got two to choose from. One winds up being very cloud nine and one starts out cloud nine and winds up being kind of limping. So so (laughs) we'll do one today and one on Friday. So just tell me which one you want to hear today. I guess let's go with the one that starts off cloud nine but ends limping because then that way on Friday it can kind of end on a high note. (laughs) There you go. Right, right, because the NBA finals might be over by Friday. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) LeBron, right? LeBron hopes not, but we'll see. Yeah, you know, he's a tremendous player. He really is a great player, but he just doesn't have enough around him. He, I think they're going to get torched, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, no, I hear you. So let me start with the one that, uh, like you requested, we will do the one that starts very cloud nine and winds up limping. <laughs> right? In the late 80s, I was a student at the University of Texas at Austin, Hook'em Horns. I love that time. And in 1988, while I was in Austin, my beloved Lakers were playing the San Antonio Spurs Mm. in the first round of the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was the year before David Robinson uh, started playing for the Spurs, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I just checked on basketballreference.com, and he was not on the team. So okay, you're right. Okay. You're right. So I was dating this young woman named Trisha in Texas, and the Lakers torched the Spurs the first two games in Los Angeles. So then the next game was in San Antonio. Yeah. And I told Trisha, I said, we got to go. We got to go. And she's like, you're not going to be able to get tickets because San Antonio is only 45 minutes away from Austin. Okay, yeah. I, I, I guess now it's probably an hour and 20 minutes from Austin because of traffic. Yeah, exactly. Back, <laughs> right? 
So I did my thing to try to get tickets, and I wrangled tickets to the game. So excited, Jonathan, because I had the only other time I'd seen the Lakers play ever. Yeah. Because remember, I grew up in Kansas. Is in 1981 or 1980, right before the Kansas City Kings left for Sacramento. Oh, I, you know what? I didn't even realize they were the, the Kansas City Kings. Yeah, they were the Kansas City Kings that took off to Sacramento. So in 88, I had the opportunity again. So this is right? like the Lakers dream. Like this is Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, James Worthy. This is like everyone, right? This is showtime. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a dream for me. Yeah. Right? And then I tell Trisha, I'm like, you know what? Let's make a weekend out of it, right? Let's at least stay the night in San Antonio. Right. And she's like, come on, it's only 40 minutes away. Why do you want to spend the night? And I was like, no, we'll get a good hotel. We'll get a good hotel. We'll spend the night. We'll walk on the river walk after my Lakers win and close out the series, which they did. Right? And, so that's and she, not the limping part then. <laughs> no, no, that, that's certainly not the limping part. So just absolutely loved the game, right? And then... Are you ready for the limping part? Oh, man. <laughs> After the game, we because we drove straight to the game because okay. we, we had classes at school. Oh, come right? get, that's not Hamad. Hamad would have been like, Psh, let's go. We're skipping class. Come on. Pack yeah, your bags. I, know. I know. She wouldn't let me. She, 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 she was a really, really smart woman. And she wouldn't let me. So we go to dinner. And then after dinner, we go to check into the hotel. So this this right. this must be like late at night now, by now then right is it like midnight one in the morning something right yeah, yeah. probably past midnight yeah. the game probably ended at nine thirty ten o'clock right. we went to dinner afterward right yeah. so probably eleven thirty midnight okay right I lose everything so I didn't have my confirmation number I always lose pieces of paper constantly right yeah it was either a Hyatt Regency or a DoubleTree is one of the two okay okay walk in there. And I say, hey, I don't have my uh, my confirmation number. Can you look up my last name? I gave them my last name. And they they kept looking at me and Trisha, and they put it in the computer, and they go, sorry, we don't have you in here. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't have me? Maybe you spelled it wrong. Do you have anything that resembles Zadie or anything? Maybe you put my first name as my last name. They looked it all up. We looked up Trisha's name. Nothing. Right? Mm. We can't help you. We're sorry. Have a good night. And they kept on trying to get me out of the hotel. Really? Okay. I go out to my car and I look through everything and I finally find the piece of paper. And then walk back in super politely, go up to the same person and say, here's my confirmation number. You know, I'd like our room. He puts in the confirmation number and he looks at me and he says, nothing comes up. Come on. And I'm like, what do you mean nothing comes up? It's like 1230 at night. You know, uh, we want to sleep, blah, 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 blah. He just would not have it, right? And I kept on saying, can you check other incarnations of the number? Or is something inverted? Like, is there, can I call the 800 number? And Jonathan, he finally, he doesn't yell at me. I'm not going to make that up. But he finally looks at me and he says, Look, we don't have a room for you here, right? And and the way he said it, it suddenly made me think. And and 
I never think this way because I kept on trying to convince him that I did have a room. Yeah, yeah. The way he said it suddenly made me think, wait a minute. Trisha is a blonde American and I'm a little brown guy. Oh, man. And and it may not even be the disability thing, which I don't think it was at all. Yeah. But but I think he just didn't want a mixed race couple in his hotel. That is insane. And I'm not saying the hotel didn't want it. I'm not saying it was yeah, policy. Yeah, it, it was thing. more of a personal thing that this guy was doing. It's not like higher ups told him, "Hey, psh, you see any mixed, you know, couples? Don't let them in." Right, right. Yeah, and it, and I looked at him and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" And he kept on saying, "Nothing I can do. It's not here." So then, you know, I was starting to get kind of angry. And <laughs> Rightly so. <laughs> yeah, but then, you know, like I've said in previous podcasts, I always try to temper my anger in public because I do realize I'm a little brown guy. And when little brown men start yelling, they get arrested. <laughs> right? You know, they, they get arrested first and questions are asked later. Especially in Tejas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. So. I just I started to get angry and Trista grabbed me and she's like, let's go outside. Back then, I didn't have a cell phone. Right? right. Right. So I went outside. We got in my car, but I really wanted to stay at that hotel because now it was kind of like a mission. Right. It's, it, it's the hotel versus Hamad. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what? I just, you know, they can't they can't do this to me. No, they, no, no. I thought. I, I while I was still in the hotel, I asked a guy if I could speak to a supervisor. He said no one's on duty, which is the case because there's one in the morning, right? Right. Yeah. Well, again, which is why this guy could pull that card because he's like, right. I don't have anyone to answer to right now. I can totally do this. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Because he was like the night manager slash only person on duty. Right. Right. And there wasn't like a long line of people waiting to check in. So there was really no witnesses outside of me, Trisha, and this guy. Right. Right. Right? So I went to a local 7-Eleven, and this was Trisha's idea. But I went to a local 7-Eleven, and you know what I did? Called up the place and got a room? Yeah, No, you know what I did is I called the 800 number. Ah, okay, okay. Right? And and I called the 800 number, and I just said, can can I speak to a supervisor? And they're like, well, what's your issue? And I said, I'd rather not explain it twice. Can I speak to a supervisor? And then they get a supervisor online, and I have my confirmation number. Okay. And I, and I read it to the supervisor. And I say, is this a valid confirmation number? And they go, yeah, of course. It's our San Antonio location. And I say, well, is Hamad Zaidi the reservation? And I gave my spelling and all. They go, yeah, of course. Have you not checked in? Is there a problem? Because at first I wanted to confirm that there was a reservation right, under yeah, that name. Exactly. You don't want to be accusing whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so they said yes. And then I said, well, listen, here's what's going on. And I explained the story to the guy. Actually, it was a woman on the phone. I explained the story to the woman and she was just livid. Not at me, of course. Right. Right. But, but she was livid. Just livid. And she's like. I'm going to take care of this. And then I told her, I said, you know, I just need a place to stay because it's not like I can drive to another hotel at one o'clock in the morning. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, I mean, I guess I could. But San Antonio back then was a really small town. And with the Lakers in town, it was kind of an event. Yeah, exactly. So but, I'm sure everything was booked. 
Yeah, because it was the NBA playoff, so it wasn't just a regular game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So she said, puts me on hold. She gets back on, and she goes, okay, Mr. Zadie, here's what's going on. And it's funny her calling me Mr. Zadie because I was barely 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, <right>? yeah. <laughs> and she's like, so Mr. Zadie, here's what's going on. I'm upgrading you to a suite, and if you please go back to that hotel, the same. there's only one person there, so you're going to be checked in by the same person. He will not say anything other than, here are your keys, welcome to the hotel, and he'll give you your keys. Man. Right? <laughs> so, so we drove back. I walk in, and this guy just was grimacing. He didn't yell, but he was, like, really mad. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is she gave me a different confirmation number, you know, because there's a different room. She right. just wanted to delete right. the past one and create new. Yes, yeah. Right? And I got to tell you, Jonathan. I was being a bit of a dick because I walked back in and I'm like, hey, good to see you again. I've, <laughs> yeah, got, right. a com- I've, got, I've got a new confirmation number for you. Right. And I, I, think, and I, I think you have an open room now. <laughs> yeah, I think you have an open room now. Right? And he was just grimacing, but he gave me my keys. I went to my room. And the funny thing is, I just remember getting in the um, elevator with these two guys, and obviously they were Spurs because they were, like, really tall. They're of course, like everybody's tall. really tall to me, <laughs> right? And I'm like, you guys, you guys did pretty good against the Lakers tonight. And they just shook their heads, and they're like, that team is great. That team is great. And I'm thinking, yes, they are. <laughs> but, I <couldn't, laughs> but I couldn't say that because it would be rude, right? Right, right. And, you know... The sad thing about this experience, though, is I really wish that the memory of that experience would be me watching my beloved Lakers on their way to their fifth title of the decade. Right. 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 And it really sucks that my memory was not that at all. My memory was this man who tried to keep me out of a hotel. Yeah. You hanging out at 7-Eleven, you know, using the payphone. <laughs> no, it's just sad. It just remind, And granted, that was 1988, so that was almost 30 years ago. Right. But, you know, stuff doesn't change that much, No, man. no, unfortunately, you know. It, it really doesn't. Because, you know, if all I wanted to do is talk about the instances in which I was treated poorly— we could do that every day of the week, all, <laughs> all day long, yeah. for years and years and years. I but, hear ya. you know, but I don't want this podcast to be just that. That's why I try to have both sides, limping and cloud nine. Now, did was Trish kind of like, I can't believe this guy is being like that. Like, had she experienced any sort of uh, issue like that? Yeah, she she hadn't. Ex- she'd only experienced that issue with me. Oh, OK. OK. You know, and it's funny. I know this is a different story, but let me just slide one more thing into that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Trisha was from a small town called Brownsboro, Texas. Okay. Which at the time was a town of about 90 people, not 90,000. <laughs> 90. Not even triple Just, digits. <laughs> yeah. Not even triple digits. 90 people. Right. And one gas station, the diner was built into the gas station. And that was it. Man. Right? Yeah. One day I was at that diner. This sheriff comes up to me and he's like, and I thought he was joking, right? (laughs) And he's like, rumor has it, you don't have a green card. And I was a citizen. So I'm like, 
I don't. <laughs> the, guy, <laughs> the guy starts harassing me. He goes, please stand up. And then Trisha had to intervene and say, no, 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 no. He's, he's a citizen. And the guy's like, where's your passport? And, of course, again, little Hamad got a little angry. Right, right. And I'm, I'm like, I don't happen to have it on me since I'm a citizen officer. Where's yours? Oh, you know? snap. <laughs> not a good thing to say. No, no. But, but anyway, I, I don't know I, if we took that diversion. We're, this is just supposed to be a basketball story. Yeah, no, no. But it's, it's just it's crazy. I, uh, but, you know, to wrap things up on that, my Lakers did win the title that year. I got to see them on their Showtime run. So nice. it, was, it, was a wonder, it was a wonderful thing, I guess. Man, yeah, that's crazy. It, it, it just baffles me when I hear those stories about just, you know, people looking at your skin color and being like, hey, let's make all these assumptions about this guy and treat him poorly just because, you know, he was born with different color skin. <laughs> well, you know, jumping back to Brownsboro, let me tell you, if I had a dollar for every person that told me how surprised they were that I speak correct English, <laughs> Jonathan... <laughs> I would have ninety dollars. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> you get that joke, right? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, these are just observations and little slices of life. Everything I've gone through has made me the person who I am now, and I kind of like who I am. So yeah, totally. It's just a journey, I guess. But I thought that little basketball story and the little Brownsboro diversion. Would uh, would be our story today? Absolutely, no, that was awesome. Um, so yeah, if you guys, uh, I know you've heard us talk about this before. Toysaccessible dot com. You should check out toysaccessible dot com because if you or a loved one has a child with some type of disability, toysaccessible dot com is there to meet the needs of those children. These toys are built with disabilities in mind, whether it be uh, low motor skills, autism, learning disabilities, blind, deaf, quadriplegic, paraplegic. They try to, you know, cover all of your needs for toys to, to provide toys with kids with these disabilities. These toys are manufactured with these disabilities in mind. So check out toysaccessible.com. Absolutely. And if you want to reach out to Jonathan or myself, please email us at info at limping on cloud com. That is info at limping on cloud nine, the number nine dot com. And then you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, uh, all podcast catchers pretty much on Android. And, you know, thank you for everyone that's been listening and downloading. And we will talk to you next episode. See ya.